Well, hello, I'm Doug Apple, back with another special interview for you today. We've got a news item out of Denver, Colorado, that you are going to find interesting, and you might be able to relate to it. And we're with Mike Sharman of Share Healthcare. He's on the phone line with us. You've been hearing the ads for Share Healthcare. We're going to get around to talking about Share Healthcare, the nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry. But have you ever faced something like a $9,000 deductible? Like, I don't know if you have nine grand laying around for your deductible or not, but uh, this one woman ran into trouble. This is out of Channel 9 in Denver, Colorado, NBC affiliate there. They reported on a woman who is scheduled for hip surgery in September. This is September. It was in September. But her health insurance company went out of business right before her surgery. The state was going to step in and cover that insurance company through the end of the year. And then they realized that that insurance company was so messed up that they could only cover it through August 31st, which means that her hip surgery was not going to be covered. And remember, she had a $9,000 deductible on that with her insurance and in her other out-of-pocket expenses. She was scrambling, and um, her story is not necessarily what we're here to talk about today, but what we want to do is contrast that with how share healthcare works. So talking about what about these high deductibles and these other out-of-pocket expenses? What about government intrusion into things? We, we say, oh, well, health insurance, that's, you know, that's kind of being guaranteed. That's regulated by the government. It's going to be safe and certain, right? Mm, not necessarily. This woman did not experience that. And then let's look at the nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry called Share Healthcare. So, Mike Sharman, I want you to go ahead and tell us a little bit more. Give us some insights into this story out of Denver. And then how does that apply to us today? How that might help the average uh, Joe and Jane Doe out here in their family budget? Well, thanks, Doug. And uh, I think you kind of laid out some of those bullet points in, in your intro of Showing and explaining why, uh, in, in just in this one woman's case, it shows basically all the the possible problems of insurance and the problems of, of government intrusion. And the the big issue is you can't rely on them. You can't rely on government. You can't rely on insurance. And that sounds, um, you know, not very kind or very nice, but it's true. So. Way back when, a couple hundred years, well, actually a hundred years ago, insurance was not regulated. It just was. You wanted to have somebody underwrite what you were doing, whether you were a ocean going freighter that was wanting to insure against storms at sea, or you were a farmer wanting to insure your crops, or, or you wanted to insure your health. You just paid somebody else to, to take that risk. And then there were too many scams, so it became regulated. And supposedly one of the main reasons for the regulation was so that the government, the various state governments, could take a small portion from each one of the insurers, a small portion of the, the percentage of their uh, income, to put into a fund for a just-in-case. Just in case this insurance company goes belly up, we, the government, are guaranteeing, and those funds are typically called most states the guarantee fund. Um, we can guarantee to their insurers that they still are able to get what they want. 
Well, that's not necessarily the case. And then when you're paying money into an insurance company, you assume it's going to insure you. So that article that you mentioned starts off saying, Dear Valued Member, a letter from June began, Friday Health Plans of Colorado is working with the Colorado Division of Insurance to make sure your coverage can continue for the remainder of the 2023 plan year. So this Denver resident got that letter and thought, okay, well, that's that's good. I still have insurance. I still have coverage. They're going to cover my hip surgery that I'm going to be having. Mm-hmm. But then just a few weeks later, she got a, a letter saying, all Friday health plan policies, and Friday health plan was the name of the insurance company, all Friday health plan policies, including your health insurance policy, will be ending effective August 31st, 2023. So bam, she's, she's losing four months of what she thought she'd have. But the big problem for her, that was six days before she was supposed to go into hip surgery. Mm. Well, what what's she going to do? And then, as you mentioned, she had a $9,000 deductible, plus there was a lot of other out-of-pocket expenses that went into it. Um, then she had to get new insurance that cost $200 per month. And more, it wasn't more than her previous. Right, right. And then also, they made her deductible start off at ground zero, and that deductible was 12000 Okay, so what's the government's response? Well, they mentioned that 78% of those people who had been in that belly-up insurance company then went on to the Colorado Marketplace, otherwise known as the Obamacare. Mm-hmm. So they went into the government program, mm-hmm. which has all sorts of other issues about it. Share Healthcare, as you had mentioned, is a 501c3 healthcare sharing ministry. We're not a, a for-profit insurance company. We're not one of the mutual nonprofit insurance companies. We're not insurance. What we are is a, a pretty well-organized method of passing the plate across the nation and across denominations of, of Christians across around the world and primarily in America. With that, you aren't relying upon government. You're not relying upon an insurance company. You're relying upon the body of Christ. And think of it this way. When you go to church, there's some people who are sick every month, but not everybody's sick every month. Mm-hmm. There's uh, financial needs that the church has. But if the church is a Bible-believing church, it's, it's going to be making its meeting its needs every month. That was one of our lessons that we had from the pandemic. The Uh, mainline churches that had liberalized their view of the Bible, quite a few of those closed. Their membership dropped dramatically. But the churches that were um, Bible-believing churches, their membership either returned if they had been closed or stayed the same. The the church that I was attending during the pandemic, we actually increased both in growth and in in, um, our revenue that the church brought in, the tithes, etc., and that's basically the way it is with share healthcare. You know, we we try to live according to the Bible. We try to have our, our members are trying to do that. We're trying to structure the ministry that way. So it's working pretty well, and it's based on medical freedom, financial freedom, and religious freedom. So let's just start off with the fact that Joanna Voss needed hip surgery. Mm-hmm. All right, with share healthcare, she can call her member advocate and ask her member advocate to be praying with her. You know, I'm kind of afraid about this surgery and like you to pray with me. Well, right, go, go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say 
go back in time to where Joanna feels something funny about her hip. Right. Right. And say she's a member of Share Healthcare. So what happens? Well, she'd go to her initial doctor and just say, I'm, I'm having this. He says, okay, I, I want you to go to an orthopedist. Uh, so that initial doctor, our, our, let me give you pricing here for a moment to help explain this. For a single, our most popular program is 149 for a single. For a couple, 249 per month. For a family of four, 349 and $50 for each one thereafter. But that program has a $1,000 per event personal expense. So for Joanna, that's her name, Joanna Voss, um, she went to her doctor. So that's probably $150 just for that doctor visit. So that's not shareable. She would carry that load herself. He says, I want you to go see an orthopedist. That visit, now that's part of the same course of treatment, the same event, so to speak. And But that's probably a $300 visit perhaps. So that's still her load to bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, of course, being an orthopedist, will want her to have an MRI. Bam, she's up above $1,000. Everything from then on all the way through her surgery um, and whatever course of treatment, physical therapy, et cetera, all the rest of that's shareable. So below $1,000, not shareable. Above, it is. There's more to this also. She goes to the orthopedist, and he, he says, well, it's, I'm going to have this hip surgery, and you'll be uh, down for at least six weeks, probably six-month recovery period, and it's an estimated cost. It's going to be, you know, fifty to 70000 50 to 80000 All right, now that's what's going to happen if she has insurance for the Obamacare marketplaces. With us, she has a choice. Does she want to have hip surgery here in the U.S.? Or does she want to use this as an opportunity to go to one of the many places that do hip surgeries for a whole lot less? Um, and most other countries in the world do. Um, India is a huge medical tourism spot, uh, particularly for hip surgeries. They put you up in a five-star hotel. All the doctors are either British or American trained. And that $80,000 hip surgery dropped down to under 10000 And, um, both, you know, share healthcare, most other healthcare sharing ministries will pay for the, the flights and, and those other expenses just because it costs the membership so much less. Mm-hmm. But then she also has a choice of saying, well, let me, I've heard about stem cell replacement for hip. Um, let me go check that out. And many people don't know about stem cell, uh, hip replacement, um, or, or well, hip, yeah, hip replacement is really the best way of phrasing it um, because insurance doesn't uh, cover it, and so it's just not popular. But it works very well. You know, I've personally known a number of people who have done it, but you can just statistically, it works very well. And that costs between four and 8000 You have very little downtime and uh, very little, a uh, very short recovery time. So she has those choices with share health care because, as I, I mentioned, Medical freedom is one of our primary reasons that we exist, Mm -hmm. so that both you and your doctor have choices. Your network is any licensed medical professional in the world. You're not restricted to any particular network. Um, As we just mentioned in reading this article or going through it, she had a $9,000 deductible with the one that closed and a $12,000 deductible with the one that um, she was going to. Mm Her new insurance plan was going to cost her $200 more per month than what she had been paying. 
with share healthcare, assuming she's a single, she wouldn't pay $200 a month. It'd be $149 a month. Um, then because of the problems that, um, this health insurance company had and went under, so many of the other people wound up going into the marketplace, the Obamacare, 78% of those people, which has a very high deductible itself and a copay. So we, we just see pretty much all the problems of uh, government intervention and false assurance in this article. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there are a lot of good, solid, reputable insurance companies. But they're constrained by what the government's told them they have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, a biblical ministry, and so we aren't constrained by that. When we're exempt from um, the Obamacare, uh, we're not insurance, so we're not regulated by the insurance regulators in the state. And so we don't have to uh, pay for the transgender, gender disruption and destruction, uh, abortions, abortifacients, those things that would be... Um, not pleasing to God and would dishonor him and be contrary to the Bible to do. So if people wanted to find out more information about share healthcare for their own situation, what would you recommend? Probably the first thing they want to do is go on our website, sharehealthcare.com, scroll around it, look at the different things, look at the resources, look at the description, look at some of the explainer videos that are on it. uh, And then write down your questions as you're going through that and then call 844-SHARE-HC, 844-SHARE-HC. And there'll be a real live person on the other end of the phone that can answer those questions for you. All right, that's 844-SHARE-HC. For the phone call or online, you can go to sharehealthcare.com. That's Mike Sharman. He's actually the legal counsel for Share Healthcare. And you hear him all the time these days here on Wave 94. Share Healthcare bought a little airtime. You hear their ads. You hear Mike on their ads, too. And we're just glad to have him part of the Wave 94 and for Wave 94. I'm Doug Apple. Doug Apple.